Welcome back to another episode of A Shot of Jess, even though she never takes a fucking shot, and a glass of Joe, where I'm always sitting here drinking. Shots of espresso. Yeah, no, she's expressing it up. She's, she, she need that caffeine. Her, her caffeine, she knows she need that shit. If not, she rar. She rar. So, guys, I'm back at it again. Hold on, where's my damn cup? Hold on. Bing, 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 bing. You saw the added effect for flair. I was giving you guys some real deal flair there. So I'm a fucking weirdo, clearly. And I have an obsession with all things dead. Yeah, which technically is history for the normal people. Because technically, history, most people are already dead from it. So you learn about it after they die, you know, it's like, great, but that those little things in history that really stand out to me are just like those real mass murders type of shit, you know, like a few examples, (laughs) Lizzie's my bitch, Lizzie, oh, Lizzie. That is my bitch. And um, I want to chill in her B&B and play Uno with her. Um, I won't ever play with the Ouija board. I will make this clear here, over here, on the Glass of Joe side. I don't know what the devil has taught Miss Jessica, who has lived near Voodoo, but I have nope. never touched a Ouija board. And I will never touch a Ouija board. So if you guys have, have expected that. See, that's from you. Board. You can explain I, that one. I will express I, um, here. Uh-uh. I don't, I don't, I do not condone them. I won't ever touch one again. I was young. I was, um, I was a teenager. We were at some friend's house. Their family was having a bonfire. They had this old barn. My brother and one of his friends was there. And then of course it was my best friend and her little sister. We're all going in the barn and we're going to play with the Ouija board. And they're asking questions. I didn't ask you questions. I just have my hand, I just have my hand on it. Okay. Um, and then all of a sudden it started raining and lightning struck. And I kid you not, there was someone hanging from the rafter, like noose and all. And so we took off running. We threw the Ouija board in the bonfire. Oh, the go mess. Go back into the house. It is there. Go back into the house and it's sitting on her bed. I was like, no. So I haven't touched one since. Now my mom always like warded us against it. She's very superstitious. Um, and I mean like the superstition that like doesn't do anything on Friday the 13th. Um no doesn't like the number 13 like if she's gonna if like if she goes to walmart and the only lane that's open to check out is number 13 she'll everything goes back she's not leaving with anything no that's why um hotels don't put the the 13th floor there's a lot of superstition for a lot of people who believe things like that see me on the other hand my mom like saw ouija boards at toys r us so in her mind she was like oh it's a toy so when my cousins got it, um, nope, don't. I that. just, I just had this like vibe. Like I just knew from like a really young child. I was just like, I don't want to fuck with that. Like, I it was yeah. it was so crazy because I'm such a like curious person. I love to, like, you tell me a place that's haunted. I'm fucking up in there like swimwear. I'm like, hey, ghost, tell me about you. Like, how's your day? But tell me to go play with the Ouija board, and I'm like, um, <laughs> ghosts are one thing, demons, huh? 
See, and I think going into enough, a haunted place, demons in the daily. Right. But I see, and I feel like going to a haunted place and being like, what's up? You're just opening yourself up to whatever is there. Good or bad. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably have to walk in there with some sage. Like in both yeah. hands, like I am, I am double fisting the sage. Okay, maybe even put like an incense in my mouth, like mm. like smoking a blunt with it. <laughs> See, for me, I feel like because I don't, I feel like the way that I open myself up when I'm in haunted situations is, I accept that they're there. I accept that this may have been theirs. Um, and I accept that, hey, homie, what's up? I get it. But um, I make it, like, depending on the type of spirit, if, like, if I get a vibe, then it's all depending. It's like, hey, buddy, like, you're not welcomed here, but um, you keep doing you being um, pizza <laughs> at a Chinese buffet, and I'll be over here being the sushi counter, and I see you, pizza. You be over there. We're not near each other. So, you know, you're good. See, for me, I respect the ghost. I respect it. And then the minute I hear anything childlike, demon, I'm out. I'm out. It could be a little <laughs> child that says, help me. And I can be like, no. I ain't got no help. I didn't like your mom should have. Bye. We lived in a haunted we lived in, an, in a historical haunted house once and there was a little girl that would laugh on the stairs all the time. And then there would be like, it almost sounded like a woman who was like humming or like singing. I mean, I hated that house. I was in Kansas. Um, I mean, okay, I loved the house. I but you hated like the, fr- the visitors. Um, I, yeah, because you know, if, hubs was gone and i'm stuck there by myself <laughs> i didn't want to be there i was like hey so do you think we could like splurge and get me a hotel like, <laughs> like um, it could be wanna... in town i'll sleep in my car you know what let me go camping let me you go know, camping that seems like, that seems like a good... that seems like a good idea no see i lived in a haunted house and at first it was like super cool and then it got really annoying at some point because I would know I would put something somewhere and I would know I put it there and I would literally be like in the middle of my room talking about, I am getting really tired of this shit. Can you please <laughs> stop your shit? And then all of a sudden I'd go out to the living room and it's right in the fucking floor. Or I'd go into the bathroom and it's in the bathtub. Like, nope. why are you so obnoxious, bro? This is not even where you took it from. Like, and like I think the hands you down put it back where you got it. it you know one experience that I have that thankfully it's documented I have someone who was a witness um JP's grandma had she lives in a senior citizen building so like when people die they sell their shit from their apartment and I hate that I hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it That's so I get I get home from work and I'm telling you I walked into because I was living with grandma at the time I walked into the house and the presence felt like butter. And like you being spiritual, you know what it means. Like you walk and you feel such a, like, it's like a humidity, but like fog or denseness. It's just, it, you all around, if you're a sensitive person, you feel utterly disgusting. You're just like, oh, like what is going on? 
So I actually be like, what's new in the house? He's like, oh, we have a big, we have a huge cabinet that um, the dishes and stuff came with. And I'm like, so you took someone's cabinet and their dishes and you brought it into this house. Okay, cool. Go take a shower. In the shower, I'm just feeling like someone's staring at me. And I promise you guys, it sounds super weird for the people who are not watching this and who are like listening to this. It sounds super weird, but I can feel if someone's staring at me. Alive, dead, doesn't matter. I can feel if someone's staring at me. And I get my eldest daughter literally all the time. Because I could be dead asleep and I'm like, what do you want, JL? She'd be like, how do you know it was me? Because you, you're staring at me. Like, yeah. she's like, but you were sleeping. But you're staring at me. Like, even you're when like she, burning she a was, hole. Like, even when she was a newborn, like, she wouldn't wake up and cry. She would just lay there and stare at me. And I would get <laughs> so mad at JP and I'd be like, dude, wake up and be with her. And he's like, she's not crying. Go back to sleep. She's just staring at she's you. She's staring at me. Like, you can sleep through someone staring you what's wrong with you and he's like what's I always wrong with like you somebody's watch me <laughs> i get no privacy which i really don't know with four fucking kids but you know so it's like i just felt like someone was staring at me in the shower and i'm like this is not cool like this is not okay i'm not liking this so i get out of the bathroom i stand in the middle of the hallway and i'm like whoever's here I'm sorry, Grandma bought your stuff, but you are not <laughs> welcomed. Can you just, like, take your aggression elsewhere? Well, apparently that wasn't the thing to say. Sat down on the couch, oh. and we had a, a table that was, like, bouncing on a wall. In the table, there was the door. The, the balcony door wasn't open. There was no wind. This table had been th in that placement for weeks. Like, weeks. We haven't moved it. And out of nowhere, it just lifted up. And as JP turned around to say something to me, he saw it literally try to go swing right on my head. But the arm rest of the futon caught it. So it caught right where it was like right there where it was going to stop. And I just looked. It was like like right there. And I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay, now now, now you asked for it. Start saying all my prayers to our father, St. Michael, the Hail Mary, the, you know, all the good ones. When I was done, because I had to do them, you know, 10 times each. That's the way you have to do them, 10 times each. Sometimes up to 20, all depending. The minute I was done, his grandma comes out of the room. I feel a weight lifted off my chest. All I said to her was, stop buying shit from people who just died. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> Sage the whole house if you bring it in here. Like, <laughs> But she's yeah, a joyful no, witness, that. and she was just like, Oh, there's no ghost. Yeah, bitch, who who's who who's sitting on your chest? Jesus? Jesus like, I love him, but he, would, he would not sitting on your chest talking about, I'm going to meditate right here. <laughs> it's Gandhi. You know? But that, I think, that was my craziest ghost experience. I've seen, like, um, those ghosts, what are they called? Where they're... It, they're like kind of like stuck in a stone, so it's just a reoccurring event that happens again and again and again and again and again. It's like 
you know what I'm talking about? I've seen those type of ghosts where like every day at the same time you see the same ghost and the same yeah. thing. So like in his grandma's building, if I went to smoke in between about 10.30 to 11.30, always about two floors above me, you would hear someone fall and hit the floor and cry for help. Every fucking night. And I would go so what up. what did Joe do? I went up. Joe went smoking every time. <laughs> yeah. And then he got to the point that after he fell and he would ask for help, I would just start talking to him and I'd be like, I can't help you, but I hope you're okay. <laughs> like, and Sometimes it's like, that's what they need though, is to know that like, yeah. someone knows that but they're there. And like, like after, after I kept saying, I'm so sorry, like I would hear the fall, the help. And I like, I think it was like for like two weeks, I would just kept saying, I'm so sorry. Or I would just get there. Like I would just be getting to the stairs that I worked. So whenever I would get out of work is whenever I would be able to smoke there. So like it was either I was getting there and I was leaving the area right before it happened and I would say sorry, or like I was getting there while it happened, or I'd be getting there as like at the end of it and I would still say sorry. So for like two weeks after that, like it just out of nowhere just stopped. Like you would hear the fall, but you wouldn't hear the help. And then all of a sudden, then you wouldn't hear the fall. And then it just became quiet. And then I was like, okay, like Maybe you, know, you helped Ethan. I would like to say him Ghost Whisperer because, you know, I like Melinda. Oh, man. So I'm obsessed cool. with that fucking show. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that show. Like, that's not even a joke. I'm obsessed with Melinda. It's such an old show, too. It's a good one. Sidebar, when I was pregnant with Jay, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I told JP, I was like, um, I was, like, literally bawling, crying my eyes out. And I was like... Why do all the ghosts keep bothering Melinda? And he dead <laughs> looked at me and he was like, This is what you woke me up for. And I'm like, This is a serious question. Why can't they just leave her alone? I was Look, crazy. I, I was pregnant with Finn. I cried watching a episode of Steve Harvey. Oh my God. And it wasn't even like it was a funny episode. I, I can't even explain it. It was it was stupid. Dean's looking at me like What's wrong with you? I cried for 30 minutes because I was getting ugly. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to start this. Let's go. Okay. I've got a good one for you. I love to learn our banter. I got a good one for you. I'm ready. Are we going to have sex here? Probably not. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> well, probably not. Um, the tomb of... Marie Laveau. Isn't that near you? It is. It is. Um, so the tour of, or well, the tomb is located in New Orleans. She was the voodoo queen for all of you who do not know who she is. Can you, can you say that again? The New voodoo queen? No, New, New Orleans. New Orleans? There you go. You say it the right way. And I'm like, <laughs> New Orleans? <laughs> okay. So, it's been restored several times, but rumor had it that Laveau would grant wishes if you drew an X on the tomb. Turn around three times, knock on the tomb, and yell out your wish. If it was granted, they had to return to the tomb, circle their X, and leave Laveau an offering. However, today, you can't visit 
without a licensed tour guide and drawing on the tomb is not allowed. Damn. All right. So here's my start in there, but I'm going to sneak in there. Okay. (laughs) No, me too. I don't mess with the voodoo, but Marie Laveau is somebody I would definitely love to meet. Honestly, there's a handful of people I want to meet, like spiritual, like leaders, like when I die and I'm just going to be like, what's up, Yon? All right. So we all know I lived in Cali for a very short time. That one year was miraculous and I miss California. Can't call myself a Cali girl, but my foot touched lands. So what up? (laughs) For like 20 seconds. Basically. But I actually lived in the San Diego area, which I lived about 15 minutes away from this location, which is called the Whaley House Museum, and it's in San Diego. Now, when I lived there, unfortunately, it was COVID time, so they weren't open to doing tours and stuff like that. But doesn't mean a bitch ain't going back. A bitch going back. (laughs) Okay. And then, so... Back in 1852, James Yankee Jim Robertson was hung by his neck for the crime of grand larceny. A few years later, Thomas and Anna Whaley built a house on the spot where Robertson died. And soon enough, Yankee Jim's ghost showed up, haunting the site. It is said that his footsteps can be heard clumping inside the house. I want to hear. I want to be like Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Can't you see? Sometimes you better just hypnotize me. Oh no! I am definitely that person too. That like, if you hear, like, if I'm somewhere and you hear like a random thud or like knocking, I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> now, if the spirits gonna be near me. I need them to be like, "Hey, yo, bitch." <laughs> see, I like when. Okay. Being sensitive and being clairvoyant and being an empath, um, I've had very different, like, encounters. I prefer the ghosts who are straight up and are like, hey, I know you can see me. What's up? Like, I'm following her around because of a reason. Can you say it for me? Or the ones that (laughs) don't, like, obnoxiously, like, see you mid-conversation, they're like, I saw you saw me. Like, they're just looking at you. And, like, I feel this vibe, and then it's just, like... I feel like... Okay, so I feel like I would go to, like, any haunted site with you that you wanted to go to because you wanted to go to it. Um, But on one condition, I need a spirit box. Like, a geoport. Yes. Yes. I need one because I I need to talk to them. See, and that's, that's the good thing because, okay, I had a friend um that i met in california who didn't believe me that like he was like oh i don't believe you can hear what they say blah 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 blah. so he had one and we were sitting on the beach and i was like there like i'm like some like this group over there i could see there's like a person there that that's not a person so he was like okay let's go we went over the shit's loud as hell this the spirit box he goes And it's loud as hell. And I went over there first and I'm like, I'm like, he's either saying like help or like hello, but all I hear is a hell. And then he picked up help. And then he picked up, I need help. And I, all I could hear was the hell. And like, cause I wasn't close enough and I wasn't giving my attention. And right. he was like, how do you know that he was, like, calling for attention? And I'm like, because I feel it. Like, I feel it in my bones. 
It's like, you know, when you're walking down a road and you know you shouldn't go a certain way, that's if you, you will get it all on here. So I found one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like 150 bucks. Yeah. But you know what Amazon, Amazon does after pay. <laughs> that is true. That <laughs> is true. All right. So what's your next place? Okay, let me get it pulled back up because I had that open. Um, my next place is going to be Bonnie and Clyde's ambush site in Gibslin, Louisiana. Their ambush um, site? Yeah, it's where Bonnie and Clyde's lives ended. Legend says that on a full moon, you can hear gunfire and screaming and seemingly paranormal loop of the deadly shootout that took their lives see yeah that's what i was talking about the paranormal loops like that uh-huh. that's crazy i have chills talking about it oh my god I that got really cold <laughs> crazy i didn't even think they had it like like i've always oh, wow like i know that they were real people like i've actually done the research obviously but like Wow. That's like fucking with my head. All right. So my next place that I want to have sex with you at that you're probably going to say no. Jesus. The House of Death. New York City, New York. New York's Greenwich Village has some of the most desirable real estate in the world. Save one brownstone on West 10th Street known as the House of Death. The townhouse is said to be haunted by the ghosts of 22 people who lived or died within these walls, including that of a six-year-old girl who was beaten to death by her adopted father. Being New York City, however, the house has a celebrity pedigree, too. It is said that author Mark Twain stayed in the house back in the 1900s and re- returns to for occasional visits. The house's haunt- house haunted is documentary by James Brian Bartelli's Spindrift Spray from a Psychic Sea, which recounts her experience living in the building's top apartment floor. The building houses private apartments, so you won't be able to tour the interior, but the street is a popular stop in New York City for ghost tours. So people still live in this brownstone. And they are, like, is their rent cheaper if they're fully aware that it's the house of death or... Cause like living, I mean, they have to is, know that you know, it's the house of death. Doesn't like, it make it cheaper if like a murder or crime has happened at your apartment? I think that was the rule. <laughs> because if if no, I don't think I would, if I that would is the rule, then I'm gonna start killing people before I leave a places and shit. Make it cheaper for the next person. There you go. Okay, this one I know I'm gonna butcher because even though I've had many years of French pronunciation was never my thing um so Calcasier courthouse mm-hmm. in late charge lake charles louisiana okay yeah tony you know they jo- like to be bougie over there right tony joe henry was a former sex worker who reached national levels of infamy when she killed a man in cold blood in 1940 it took three trials for a jury to convict the charming Tony Joe, but eventually she became the first Joes. and only <laughs> the first and only woman in Louisiana to be executed in the electric chair. However, her spirit is said to have remained in the courthouse where workers can feel her presence 
and even smell her burning hair. Many claims she meddles with everyday life at the courthouse to make life more difficult for the employees, locking doors and fiddling with office equipment. See, I don't like, see those ghosts, those, those are the ones that are funny, but they're annoying. Like, stop moving shit around. <laughs> but like, I, how great though, that like she was executed in the place that she decided to haunt was the place that, that she was made just her like, bitch. She was like, she was oh, I'm like, going to fuck what? your life up. Like, what, you stapler? Know, you know, y'all niggas thought y'all got rid of me, but the funny thing is, I'm still here. Okay, so my next place is the Winchester Mystery House. Obviously, for many reasons, everyone knows why I would want to go to this place. Bitch has doors that go into nowhere, floors that go into nowhere, windows that freaking look inside the house, doors that open to freaking like solid walls, doors that open to outside with no stairs. It is fantabulous. And according to the story, everyone knows that, you know, Sarah Winchester, the heir of the Winchester rifle, was told by a psychic, hey, Keep building because of all the people your rifle is killing, they're going to come and haunt you, which BT dubs. I want to break that down, like, in my own headway. Like, wouldn't there be so many other people to haunt before haunting, like, the daughter of the, like, wouldn't they be finding homie in the afterlife and be like, I'm going to fuck you up? Or wouldn't they be finding, like, the factory workers or the people who actually manufactured the shit that shot them. Or maybe haunting the person that shot them. Like, why would they be haunting Sarah? But poor woman. Boredom. All the way <laughs> to her death for safety of her soul. My ass will love see, to be lost up in there. See, and I wouldn't because that just reminds me of like a maze, right? And whenever a I get scared, labyrinth, 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 whatever that thing is, a labyrinth, a labyrinth, a labyrinth, a labyrinth. There you go. <laughs> so, but like, so when I get scared, like I have to know where the exit is. So no matter what, no matter where I'm at, I have to be able to get to outside quickly. Bitch, That's always exit. a good thing. Um, right now? No, I mean, like, I mean, like, there. Oh, I'm like, through that door. (gasps) Take left and take right. You out. Superman! (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, but, like, imagine, like, you are fucking terrified, and you start running and opening up doors, and you're hanging walls! (laughs) Like, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Honestly, honestly, I, like, want to go there so bad, but, like, my anxieties... Alright, so the house has... 10,000 windows, 2,000 no. doors, 47 fireplaces, 40 staircases, 13 bathrooms, 9 kitchens. And I hate stairs. Like, why can't places that are haunted be, like, ranch styles? <laughs> <laughs> like, no stairs? The issue is, is this is what kills most of the people. You know, people don't understand that... The number one killer in America is stairs, people. Walking up them stairs or walking down them stairs. Seriously. Stuff. I read somewhere. I read somewhere. Funny that you say that. But, like, I read somewhere that 90% of all American heart attacks, like, heart attacks that happens in America are actually on the stairs. Yeah. 
Stairs of the Devil. Okay. So my next place, you know this place very well. You have wanted to go there at some point or another. Oh, I'm so excited. Eastern State Penitentiary. Yes, in PA. Oh, I want to go so bad. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. So the Castle Lake Eastern State Penitentiary looks solitary confinement or took solitary confinement to new levels when it was built in 1829. Prisoners mm-hmm. lived alone, exercised alone, ate alone. When an inmate left his cell, a guard would cover his head with a hood so that he couldn't see or be seen. The prison had to abandon its solitary system due to overcrowding in 1913 until it closed in 1970. Although the forms of punishment did not get any less severe, chaining an inmate's tongue to his wrist is one example. The site of the most haunted places in America now welcomes thousands of visitors every year for both its museum and annual tour behind the walls celebration which has featured 15 haunted attractions within the prison walls for Halloween. Yeah, I need to go. Reported paranormal happenings have included disembodied laughter, shadowy figures, and pacing footsteps. I (laughs) would so like, okay. When it comes to going to places that are haunted though, like if I'm going to go, there's one day I am not going. Mm -hmm. On Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Dia de los Muertos. I'm not going. Like, yeah. I'm not I, going. I would I would do it before Halloween because like I'm a little paranoid in that way, but uh most Yeah, I'll do it before, but I'm not doing it on. Like yeah, I would do it before. <laughs> and if it's a and, and if it's a full moon, moon yeah, I'm not do doing full either. moon either. I won't put that next I'm gonna be busy there. at home getting my moon water and like <laughs> recharging my crystals to take with me when I go like you get a protection so mm-hmm. my next place is a place I've told you tons about the Lizzie Borden B&B in Fall River Massachusetts we all know the tale the rhyme <laughs> Lizzie Borden took an axe she gave her dad 40 wax she gave her mom 41 you know but no one really knows <laughs> what the what actually happened, BT Dubs, because she was acquitted of the murder. Just saying. So she did it. Well, I'll find out when I get there. Yo, apparently they do Ouija board sessions with her, and I'm like, <laughs> that's the only place I won't do. That <laughs> that's the only that's the line. I'm like, oh. Can we do it midday? Yeah. Can it be like still the sunlight is out? Can like um, yeah. Can a priest be with me? Can he also <laughs> me the power of Jesus and he be like Christ be the with you? The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> compel me, compel me, please. Cause I'm a vagina. I am a vagina. You know? Okay, here's here's <laughs> another that reminds one. Reminds me of the TikTok. It reminds me of the TikTok. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm a vagina. <laughs> All right, here's another one you've heard of. You've probably wanted to visit at least once. Yes. Gettysburg Battlefield in Pennsylvania. Yes. PA and, like, that whole area where, like, especially where I'm from in Jersey, it's all rich in history. So, like, I'm right next to Fort Lee in New Jersey, which is the Battle of Fort Lee. Mm -hmm. And 
I've been to the areas over there and Bible, some nights you can literally still hear shots of cannons. And like, it's, it's crazy. But well, see, so in Kansas, when we lived in Kansas, we lived by, um, oh my goodness, I just drew a blank. Colonel Sanders. Was it Custer? No, I think it was Colonel Custer. I think it was. Um, anywho, there was a whole like field, it was a field for him where they, cause that's where they did the, or it's General Custer, sorry. Mm. Um, they would do his horses there and they still did shows like to this day mm -hmm. but at night and on days when like it would be really foggy i swear to you we would see horses riding across it that's scary but that's super it was cool. very see weird. you know like what's you know okay so like i like ghost people i'm not about ghost animals okay listen to me listen to me <laughs> I love animals. I love all animals, but I love majority of them from a fucking distance. You know, like manatees. I like them. Don't ever want to be near them. I was well, kayaking. Like, they're really cool. Like I was kayaking. They told me it's a five thousand dollar fine if I touched him. I said, "Hey, homie, I can't afford to like pay for you, so just don't come near me." You know, so if animals more expensive than I am, I don't want to be near it. <laughs> you know, that's just my only rule on animals. Now, dead animals, if you still more expensive than I am and you dead, then now we got a problem because now I don't know what else to do to get away from you. Like, what about them phantom manatees swimming in the water? Like, uh-uh, no one talks about that. No one talks about phantom whales. You got to think about that. If they're phantom dogs, phantom dogs and phantom cats, ghost dogs, ghost cats, aren't there ghost whales? High thoughts. You know, I'm high thoughts. Now. Like now I'm going to sit here and be really fucked up and be like, are there ghost jaguars? Absolutely. They're probably in your backyard. I hope so. Are you rubbing your ghost, like, cheetah right now? No. I have a ghost llama. His name is Norman. Does he spit on you? <laughs> okay, go with your next one, because I've got my next two ready to go. Okay. So we have, and don't kill me for this, the Velisca Axe Murder House. And Velisca Iowa. I'm always so worried about pronouncing that wrong. Velisca. Um, back in 1912, a white wood framed house that was the site of a horrifying crime that left an entire family, including four children and their two young friends, dead by an axe. No one was ever charged for the crime. And it's one of the most haunted sites. Over a hundred years later, the ghost are still sets to still remain in the house, yearning for justice. Visitors eager for a taste of the supernatural can book tours of the site, while the bravest can spend the night and see which see what goes bump. That's for me. And currently, with it, you know, COVID and stuff, it is currently back open up, guys. So if you guys want to do that, just saying. 
Are we like post COVID yet? I hope so. I hope so. Okay. So my next one is House of the Seven Gables mm-hmm. in Salem, Massachusetts. I want to go. Pretty much anywhere in Salem, I'd love to go. But okay. Yes. This house did not steal its name from the classic novel. In fact, it inspired the novel itself. Aside from being the site of those famous witch trials, Salem also happens to be the birthplace of Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yes. Who used this 17th century house as inspiration for his famous 1851 novel, The House of the Seven Gables. Aside from its beautiful yet spooky facade, the house is surrounded by tales of paranormal activity and ghost sightings, all based on personal experiences of staff. Every October, the house offers spooky tours as well as weekly performances of two plays, The Legacy of the Hanging Judge and Spirits of the Gables. That is really interesting. I want to go to Salem in general. Like, I need to, like, mm-hmm. set time to, like, do that. Like, do that whole experience, do the whole tour. Like, I'm dying. I've always found the Salem Witch Trials super fascinating, especially because, like, well, we'll probably break into that because it has to do with a lot of sex and stuff like that, Um, actually, because all these girls are, like, hitting menopause, like, not menopause, hitting puberty and getting horny and doing stupid stuff that, you know, people do. And then they say, oh, we start feeling the devil. Someone else put the devil inside of us. And there's so many mixed stories because there are people who are like, oh, they got a fever. Some people are like, they hit puberty and they were masturbating and got caught. There are so many different tales about how this started with the two little girls that started this blaming other witches for what they were doing. And the, for me, the most interesting story I found is that they were caught masturbating and blamed it on the other women. And because, you know, back into the times we've all had to find a way to make ourselves feel good. Can't always depend on the man. So these girls were caught masturbating and because that's against every religion and, you know, especially, I think they're what Protestant. They were all Protestant up there. Wasn't near pro. It was near Plymouth rock. Right. So I'm assuming they were like Protestant or something like that. We're going to make Quakers or Quakers. We're going to do full research, but either AC it masturbation was like a no, 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 no. These girls were called masturbating. I'm not sure if they were caught masturbating together or with each other, but they blamed it on another woman that she poisoned them or spelled them to do this. But the start of that all was all started because of masturbation. So you've heard it here first. And there's a bunch of articles that I, when I, when we do this episode that I'm going to literally drop it in because it is insane how masturbation started a stir craze in Massachusetts that got so many women and men killed. Yeah. All right. So what's your next one? You said you had a two-parter. Well, you can go and then I'll do mine. So mine might seem really bland, but I want to go to the White House. Why not want to have sex there? Because imagine if we have sex in the Oval Office. Imagine. That'd be crazy. (laughs) The cameras that are up in there would be making a run for it. (laughs) But apparently Abraham Lincoln is seen all over the place. And like, honest Abe, I'm like, what up? Apparently he's like a fucking giant. And I haven't grown since like fifth grade. So I'm like, what's up? 
you know. <laughs> so you see Lincoln's you see Lincoln himself. You see, let me see. Ronald Reagan is reportedly entertained guests with some stories of his dog barking at invisible specters. His daughter Maureen walking to a transparent figure looking out of the window in the Lincoln bedroom. This may have been President Lincoln himself. Um, they've seen Andrew Jackson loitering in his former bedroom. Henry Harrison, the first president to die in the White House, is also there. Dolly Madison, the wife of James Madison, is also there to visit the gardens. Abigail Adams, the president, um, the wife of President John Adams, is known to do her laundry in the East Room. And Imagine being dead and that's what you're stuck doing as long. Peter, you're still fucking doing your laundry, bitch. I'd be mad. Like I'd be like, so mad. I'd be like, can you somebody bring me back so I can die again doing something else? Like, imagine if you die and there's another job there waiting for you. Like, hey, now that you've died, so your permanent job is this now. I would I would need to find labor and like whatever the division of like law, labor, whatever the work force labor shit i'd be like can i be put in the division of haunting or um you know creating drama can i be in that category because i ain't about to be doing laundry for the rest of my fucking god forsaken life i ain't about to be trimming hedges off of the garden for the rest of my life i would like a better ghost job thank you very much please <laughs> Bye. okay so here's mine and it's so me. Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago, Illinois. Lions and tigers and ghosts. As oh, it turns my. out, one of sh- <laughs> as it turns out, one of Chicago's most popular attractions is also one of its most haunted, with more or with much more than just chimpanzees roaming the grounds. From the 1840s to 50s, the heart of Lincoln Park served as the city cemetery housing some 35,000 bodies. The cemetery was eventually moved due to its proximity to the city's water supply, and most of the bodies, but not all of them, were moved along with it. If you've ever seen a horror movie, you know what it's like to mess with a burial ground. Ugh. It's yeah, the easiest like... way to get haunted, and the Lincoln Park Zoo is no exception. As if walking above several thousand corpses isn't crazy enough. Ew. Uh, it's giving creeps. Um, famed parapsychologist Ursula Belinsky once called the area in its current state, without a doubt, the most active site I've investigated. And people have reported seeing ghosts there since it opened about 150 years ago. We are sad to report, however, that no animal ghosts have been spotted as of yet. Oh, no animal ghosts. I feel like animals die happier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they die. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think it's, I think I can pass on. I can, I can pass on. But, like, humans are like, nah, fuck this place. <laughs> so, I found a story that is going to be my ultimate one. Because, you know, I'm obsessed with everything Native American. So, I found this story on Jeez. New Republic. And it says the suburban horror of the Indian burial ground. In the 1970s and the 1980s, homeowners were terrified at the idea they didn't just own, they didn't own the land they just bought. So 
this division, basically, I'm not going to read the whole article straight through, bought, or what they thought, bought a land to start building on. Well, it turns out it ended up being owned by Native American. It was a former burial ground, a former part of, but due to different things, it was like, from what I'm reading, it's, it was like a, it was in a line where it was considered to semi be American land, but because of all the, like, from what I'm reading, it's saying that it was considered to be American land because of the location where it was. See, if it, the lands were mystical and sacred in the 1970s, it turned into malevolent, becoming the foundation of a series of horror movies. So, like, literally when they got it, it says, bah, 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 bah. America is not a young land. William S. Burroughs writes in The Naked Lunch. It's old, dirty, and evil. Before settlers, before Indians, evil was there waiting. This same belief in and all that dirty, evil, dirty drives so many of our modern ghosts. There are haunted bridges, haunted alleyways, haunted parks, haunted parking lots. But in the United States, the most common primal haunted place is a house. Home ownership has always been intertwined with the American dream. We have magnified this simple property decision, but all of America is a Native American um, burial ground. So, which is why we have so many ghosts and so many different types of ghosts. Not only that you see more recent ones, but all of America is a Native American burial ground. But obviously closer to more reservations like this, this, um, this location of homes, they were literally haunted by waking up with Native Americans in their house, walking through their towns, horses haunting them, all these things just literally, and they didn't understand, and it wasn't until they found out that it was, for them, became an active burial site. Yeah, uh, you definitely don't mess with Native American burial sites. They're very sacred. Very sacred. Yeah. But to kind of branch and stay with that theme, Myrtle's Plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana, built in 1796 by General David Bradford, Myrtle's Plantation is considered to be one of America's most haunted sites. The house is rumored to be on top of an Indian burial ground and is home to at least 12 different ghosts. Yes. Legends and ghost stories abound include the tale of a former slave named Chloe who had her ear chopped off after she was reportedly caught eavesdropping. She got her revenge by poisoning a birthday cake and killing two of the plantation owner's daughters, but then, ugh, but was then hung by her fellow slaves. Chloe now reportedly wanders around the plantation wearing a turban to conceal her severed ear. Ooh. Imagine, though, getting your ear fucking chopped off. Ugh. I just, like, ugh. What if, like, she wasn't even eavesdropping? Like, what if she just happened to be standing there? You know, like, bitch, I was just leaning up against you because I was bitch, I'd tired. Haunt, I'd haunt you, too. I would haunt like, you, Like, bitch, too. I was Cut just leaning off. up on here because I'm tired and, you know, like, there was nowhere else to lean up on. This Listen, really Kevin, nobody cares what you were you saying. Know, like, Chad, <laughs> you'd be fine. Fuck you, bro. It's like, 
It's like those places where they cut off your labia so you don't enjoy sex and stuff. Like, bitch. <clears throat> Sorry. Bitch, someone cuts off my labia. I'm gonna fucking fight. It's very bad enough that niggas can't even find the clit. Then you want to cut off the whole labia? Is that your way of finding the clit, bro? The whole thing. Like, is that your way of finding the clit? Because you cut that shit off and you still can't find the clit. <laughs> like, I don't get it. First, folks. I can't. First. But yeah, so these are all the places that I'm going to have sex in. And, you know. But the <laughs> these next are places guys... I want to visit. <laughs> like... <laughs> next time you guys hear a knock in your house or you think something moved, you probably live on a Native American burial ground. I'm just saying. Okay. Let's not freak you out. That is probably not the case. Probably not the case. Um, if you Make sure a knock- killer has not lived in your house before. Listen, guys. Google your address. Figure out if anyone died there. Figure shit out. Well, you should have you should have done that before you moved in. Honestly, I found that out like one of my houses I moved into, and then I found out someone got shot, and I was like, "Wow!" Oh, no, I I googled all of my addresses before I miss who like, I'm together. not getting in. Like I need. Listen, I like my house. Your house is my house is though. nice. House my is neighbors are nice. Everybody, you know is what you nice need to, to do? Everybody. Just take your gun every now and then and stand in your front door and just shoot. So, like, your rent and stuff can go, like, your mortgage can go down and stuff. So, you know, my brother's a police officer, funny that you say that. <laughs> um, and whenever he worked in this city, he would come by, like, all the time. He would just stop by. So, I would open up the door. <laughs> and I would say something like, I promise you gotta tell him I didn't call. You gotta tell him I didn't call. He didn't even hit me that hard this time. <laughs> I'd be like... I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not making math. I'm not making math. So, so one time he got me back though. I was walking him out, and uh, he stands by his car. He does like the whole like cop thing where like he crosses his hands like this over his belt, and he's like just standing there. And he's like, "All right, well, have a good day." He's like, "Love you," and I'm like, "Love you too." Bye. And I start walking away. He was like, he turns around. He's like, "Hey, ma'am, um, I just want to let you know that if he hits you again, it's okay to call us." My neighbors were sitting outside, too, because he, of course he came by in his cop car every time and he parks out front. And I'm like, I feel like everyone in this neighborhood is like, they be having some bad domestics over there. Or you snitch on us and shit. Your neighbors don't trust right. you. So the next time I told him, I was like, I, look, I'm walking you out. I need you to know I'm going to yell fuck the police whenever you get in your car. He's like, please don't. Everyone will chime in. It will become a song in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be me. I'd be like, fuck the police. I'm just kidding, because I'm only need you eventually. Right. <laughs> you know? That's my remix. Oh, my God. I have a friend who I made, and um, he's he's a cop over here. And the first time I met him, um, I was like, <laughs> I was, hold up. So I was high, obviously, and I was drinking. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a cop. And I was like, I don't do drugs. And he was I'm like. sober. <laughs> I'm like, I only drink i don't do drugs and he was like i have my medical card i'm like okay so yeah i smoke weed you want to smoke weed with me oh my god it was the best moment of my life i smoke weed with the officer i'm so high (laughs) he's a sheriff and i was like we go share this sheriff hey (laughs) yeah so like when i'll text him now and i'll bother him while he's at work like damn no yesterday i felt bad he was like he he went into like a double homicide shooting shit 
And I was like, you know, times like this make me like worried that I'm friends with a popo. Because, you know, like that shit's scary. But before that, another reason why I was afraid to be friends with the popo, he hits me up as I'm driving. And he's like, what you doing? And I'm like, I'm driving. And he was like, oh, cool. And then I really wanted to tell him I'm driving with a drink. But then I felt like he can arrest me, but we're in different counties. <laughs> what if what if what if he was to like hit you up and be like, hey, I need to buy some weed? It's a setup. He can you trust him? Like nah, he got his medical card. He can go to dispensary. That's a setup. Right, but what if he can't afford the dispensary that time? He better go find his own drug dealers because my drug dealer. I'd be like, actually, I ain't, I ain't got nothing. Uh, I quit a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You do not know. Uh, I'm currently going cold turkey, but you smell like marijuana. <laughs> what, don't? This is my everyday That's, smell. This is my I everyday got some smell. New perfume, like like you know ganja. what? <laughs> you know, I saw the light of God, and um, this looks like I don't have anything on but a shirt, but I definitely have on a dress. But um, just, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to sell to him. Like, I'm still uncomfortable with the fact that he reaches for my blunts, and I'm just like, "Excuse me, officer." <laughs> I'm gonna need you to be sober, so if anything happens, I can call you. Okay. You know, um, man, but he's such a cool dude. Like, he's such a cool dude. Not my type, but I'm like, honestly, like, he's not my type. Like, not my type. He's not my type because he's a cop. Okay, like besides that, he probably would be my type. But the fact that his day job requires him to put on that uniform, and I gotta trust him, yeah. And you don't trust anybody, so exactly. There's a handful of people I trust. There's a handful of people I trust, and Popo is not one of them. All right. Well, I think this wraps it up for this week's episode. Well, guys, be friends with the cops because you might need them one day. Okay, I'm just saying. Don't don't end NWA too hard, okay, guys. But we are gonna wrap this up because, like just said, I can just keep talking on forever and ever and ever and ever because I'm like the song that never ends. But we'll be back. We'll be back, and you know what, guys? We have an email address. I believe is it's our whole podcast name, right? A shot of Jess with the glass of Joe at gmail dot com. I think so. All right, guys, so send in your stories, send in anything you guys want us to talk about. You can send it in anonymously, put your name in it, either one, but send it. You could also follow us on our Instagrams. We have a shot of Jess with a glass of Joe. That's our main page. Then we have glass with Joe. That's me. And then we have a shot of Jess, which is a shot underscore of underscore Jess. And you can reach out to us there. And like the best thing you can do to help this podcast grow is share it. Share with all your friends. Tell them how annoying but funny we are and how cute we can be. (laughs) I'm just saying. But thank you guys for listening. Bye, bitches. Bye.